Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. American Levels, one, two, three. One, two, three, one. Uh, that's working. All right, what's up, everybody? Let's start the show. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow. Mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. What's happening, everybody? Thank you so much for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. You can find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher. And every day at 9.45 a.m., it goes live on Instagram. Today on the show, what's up, marriage proposals? Look at you guys getting creative. Uh, Say hi to some people. Hello, Lindsay. Nice to see you. What's up, Scooter? Uh, Char, nice to see everybody back again. Amanda, good morning, Dana. Scooter, Wyatt, yeah, good to see everybody, right on. Uh, also on the show, I want to talk a little bit about uh, about stand-up comedy. Dave Chappelle's got a brand new special out, which I haven't watched yet. I grabbed a clip uh, from it this morning and have um, a little bit of time. I want to play part of it about his uh, coronavirus. And then later on tonight, I'm going to go back and I'm definitely going to watch it at some point. Speaking of stand-up comedy, this Friday night, October 8th, going to be at Sisyphus Brewing in downtown Minneapolis on October 9th, City Winery in New York City. Also, October 22nd, the Hogs Breath in Roseville. After that, October 29th, I will be at Hugo's Comedy Cellar in St. Paul, Minnesota. November 18th, Grantsburg, Wisconsin, going to be at Joker's. And then just found out, November 20th, uh, I will be in Austin, Texas, uh, opening for Jesse Mae Peluso. I don't have exact uh, times, locations, and such. But uh, those will be coming down the pike here pretty quick. So, yeah, looking forward to it a lot, especially this uh, this first weekend going out to uh, New York City. It's my first time being in the city. I've driven around New York City and I've had to drive through the actual state and did a little bit of time in Buffalo, like a small amount of time, the smallest amount of time. I stopped in, I think it was Punxsutawney. I stopped somewhere just over the border of Pennsylvania. I remember that I was driving, I was moving out to New Hampshire, drive right over the border. The second I get over the border, I try to find a hotel room for the night. It is damn near impossible. It's it, everywhere is shut down. It's like 1.30 in the morning on like a Thursday. It is, uh, it's awful. I'm, I'm having an awful time trying to get through, um, trying to get through the, uh, you know, the turnstiles, I'm trying to get through just, I don't know, the whole trip itself was just a massive pain in the ass. And uh, as I was just like making that drive out there, you're starting to go through all the emotions of like, fuck, dude, is this is this what I should be doing? Should I be going down this route? Is this where we need to be? But no, it was, uh, it was all right. Like we had a, uh, once I finally got out to New Hampshire, I was like, okay, now that we're here, I'm going to be, I'm going to do, I'm going to be all right. But we couldn't stop in uh, Pennsylvania. So I just drove to Buffalo. First time I'd ever been to Buffalo. What a fucking shithole Buffalo is. Listen, I'm from a Northern city. I get it. It gets cold. 
and then shit gets cracked, and then nobody fixes it in the springtime, and then after about 13 of those, things start to deteriorate. I get it. But Jesus, I stayed at this hotel. It wasn't it was one of those hotels where like, you know, it's it's one level, it's about 40 rooms, and you just basically drive right up to your front door. You know, it, it's, there's no pool. There's listen, there's no concierge. There's no host. There's just some dude named Fred and he's sitting at the front desk and he's probably smoking a heater, drinking a, you know, 18 hour old cup of coffee. He's reading the paper. He's got the Bills game on in the background. It's a a $40 room. I'm going to be there for a minimal amount of time. I I have absolutely nothing stopping me from trying to get to New Hampshire, except for this, I have to sit through this bullshit Buffalo. I mean, it's really, man, like I know people are like, hey, man, it's like this is the gateway to like Canada. You're not, you're totally going to be all the way up near Niagara Falls. I'm like, Buffalo's a shithole. You guys got the Goo Goo Dolls and Wings. That's all you got. It's garbage. It's terrible. That was, as I went rolling through New York City, or as I went rolling through New York State, I was like, how is like one of the greatest cities on the planet also in this complete shithole? Like, I went up through, uh, I went up through like Syracuse, went up through, like all of that, and was just like, this, wow, it's kind of garbage. And then I got to Massachusetts and just went, Jesus Christ, what is this place? Made a quick pit stop through, like, Vermont, which actually, uh, Vermont was kind of cool. I get it. Vermont, beautiful leaves. Very much so, like, uh, like Minnesota. Kind of dug that, but the rest of it, man. Boy. So, I don't know. First time going to New York City. Really looking forward to uh, to hopping into it and seeing what's up. Can't wait. So, should be, a, uh, should be a good time. Yeah, as I was saying, Dave Chappelle's got a brand new special out. I want to give you guys a recommendation on a movie, too. Holy shit, I want to give you guys a recommendation on a movie. Uh, first, though, Dave Chappelle's got a brand new special that just came out on Netflix. I think it dropped yesterday. And uh, famously, he actually went out and did a bunch of shows. Him and Joe Rogan went out and did a bunch of shows and told their audience, dude, listen, we don't need masks. We're good. Let's do it. And then famously got the coronavirus. First of all, before I even start, I want to say that I'm rich and famous. <laughs> and, and, and the only reason I say that is because the last 17 months were hell. And I cannot imagine what everybody went through. But I'm happy to see you. And I'm happy you're well. And I hope everyone you love is okay. I don't want you to worry about me. I'm vaccinated. I uh, got the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. <laughs> I walk in the doctor like, give me the third best option. I'll have what the homeless people have. <laughs> and I know you probably heard on the news. I did. I did get coronavirus. They make you quarantine. I had to quarantine for 10 days at least. He's going to have to stay in the room. I didn't go nowhere. Because the whole time when you get coronavirus, at least the first five days, you wait to see how sick you're going to get. And it turns out, and this is true, I didn't get sick at all. Yeah. Not a cough, not a booger, not a fever, nothing. <laughs> Look at me. I am the Magic Johnson of coronavirus. <laughs> Uh, apparently, at the end of his special, he did tell the audience in Detroit, so this is it for me for a while. I ain't coming back. So maybe this was kind of like his swan song. Maybe this is the thing where he goes, dude, no more. 
Can't be doing it anymore. I've had a good career. I mean, go back and watch Robin Hood Men in Tights. That's where this guy started. And then fire it all the way up until the closer, which got uh, dropped on Netflix. Man, Chappelle Show? All those episodes that he used to bring John Marin, and him and John Marin would run around New York City, and they would, uh, they would sit and play blues songs to people, and fucking, dude, John Marin would make it up on the fly as he went? Hilarious. Dave Chappelle as the milkman? Or as the... Uh, the Grand Wizard of the KKK. This stuff is, it's so, oh, it's so memorable and it's so goddamn good. That's the thing about Chappelle. Just when you think there's nothing left in the coin purse, man, he starts, starts making it rain. Every time you see nothing of him for months, years even. And then next thing you know, man, he goes down. Like he made an announcement here in Minneapolis that he, uh, was like, hey, starting tomorrow night, Ice House, Minneapolis, I'm doing five nights. So you guys go ahead and show up. There's no announcement. There's none of that. You get, There's no tickets online. You pay at the door. And it was first come, first serve. And I loved it. Loved everything about it. I didn't go. I mean, Christ, the shows didn't even start till like 1030. And I had to be up the next morning at like 230. So, but the guy is just like, hey, man, I'll get to it when I get to it. That's what you can do when you got clout. When you got uh, the goods to back it up, fucking show up whenever you want, man. Whenever you want. People will come to you. You give them a price, they'll pay it. That's the thing about Chappelle. Chappelle does it every single time. He tells you, I'm going to be at this place at this time. If you ain't there, that's your goddamn fault. And people show every time. Fuck, man. God, is he so good. I love it. Uh, I was uh, chatting the other day with a friend of mine who is uh, getting married and having a baby both at the same time. And I was like, do you hate sleeping money? You must. Because why would you Why would you do both of these things at the same time? Christ, man, babies are expensive enough. And then on top of it, you guys were throwing a wedding? Like, why would you do that? Uh, and I said, well, all right, man. So how'd you guys, uh, how, how was the proposal? Like, how'd that all go? And he said, dude, it was super simple. We were just, we went out to uh, an apple orchard. We were picking some apples. She went to reach up to go grab an apple. I got down on one knee and I fucking asked her. And I was like, good for you. I was like, photographer? He's like, fuck no. I was like, no videographer? He's like, no. I'm like, no flash mob? He's like, no. I'm like, no fucking plane overhead to like drop little tiny parachuting babies? Nothing? He's like, no. I'm like, you just did it the traditional way in a really nice romantic place on a Sunday afternoon? He's like, yeah. I was like, what a fucking waste. What a waste. You're not going to share this incredible moment, this romantic, intimate moment between two people. You're not going to share that with the world? What is your problem? Everybody knows that marriage proposals are made only to be able to get you likes on the internet. The fuck are you doing? What a waste. Total waste, man. What are you going to do? Go have dinner at a restaurant and not post the picture of the plate? Not going to show people what it is that you're eating? Why eat? You might as well not eat. I mean, starve yourself. If you're not sharing those photos, if I'm not seeing a picture of a patty melt with a side of hash browns, God damn it. I want... Who eats hash browns with patty melts anyways? I'm just saying. I saw this video come out the other day. A lady was uh, in such a shock that her boyfriend asked her to marry her. First off, who would do it this way? This is bullshit. Listen to this audio. I'm going to hand her three different things. She doesn't guess what they are. Number three. A ring box. Open your eyes. Will you marry me? Say that. I'm for real. No, you're not. I am very serious. No, you're not. Will you marry me? Stop, you're lying. I'm not. Will you marry me? No way. Yes. You're lying. 
Is it a yes or? Yes, it's a yes, yes. What, really? Yes. No way, you're fine. That's serious. We no. should get this. Will you marry me? Yes, of course I'll marry you. Oh my God. What? Okay, that's how bad dudes are nowadays. All he has to do is ask her to, and she's like, you're the most amazing guy ever. You're, you're the love of my life. All you do is ask me to marry you? You're, oh my god, I love you so much. That's it? That's it. That's all you had to do. Fuck, man. She was in such shock that she's like, I can't, I can't believe that you would want to marry me. How? How is that possible? How? I, uh... I saw this one and I laughed about it. And I was like, that's where we're at, everybody. All you got to do is just like, do it somewhat, put a little bit of effort into it. Which, at 41, if you're going to do, I mean, at my age, if you're going to do it, do it the most romantic way you can. Go to an apple orchard on a Sunday. Maybe go to the place you guys had your first date. Get down on one knee. Ask her to marry you. That's a good move. That's a good move. No, but good for these kids. I'm glad that uh, there is a little bit of love that is still being tossed around. It should be. You know, we're living in a time when basically uh, there's more apartment complexes than ever. There are more condos. There's more single family units than ever before. So why is it that, uh, you know, we kind of poo-poo on the fact that people are wanting to get together? I say garbage. I say poppycock. Poppycock. Ah, okay, a couple of things I wanted to get to. We are going to throw down on a recommendation of a movie that I watched last night. Holy shit. Wow. Phenomenal. Jake Gyllenhaal at his best. Holy Jesus. That guy, so much range. So much amazing range. Such a nice, such a nice dude. Such a, holy Christ. I watched this movie on Netflix last night called The Guilty. Phenomenal. Loved it. Loved every second of it. It is, from the word go, from like the first like six minutes of that movie, you are hooked. And it goes all the way into the end. And then there's like this, there's this, you know what? I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to give anything away. All I want is for you to not have any children around. You and the significant other sit down on the couch, watch The Guilty. I loved it. It was great. It's not going to win any awards. I get that. But... Great writing, so many like <gasps> moments. You're, I'll give you a, a quick heads up as to what it's all about. The guilty is Jake Gyllenhaal plays a nine one one operator who is a former, uh, not former. He is a cop who is being who was taken off patrol and has to work nine one one while he's w- awaiting to go to court. And while he's on nine one one dispatch duty, a woman calls up who's been abducted, and he's trying to save her from her husband. It's unbelievable. God damn. Uh, Mira, any movie that holds your attention with one actor is worth watching. The whole movie is basically him. Uh, There's a couple of guys that sort of, you know, pop in and out. There's a couple of, like, female cops that are also in it. But for the most part, it's him somewhere. And the guilty is... Wow. I was... I started watching just because I was waiting for a couple videos to render. And I thought, I got ten minutes. I can only watch movies in ten-minute increments. I never get to sit down and like go, okay, now we have 97 minutes to focus on this one movie. It never happens that way. I get 20 minutes at night, I jump into bed, and then I fall asleep 20 minutes in, and then have to go back and revisit it the next day because I forgot half of what I goddamn watched. Happens all the time. But this movie, last night, I watched two nights ago, I watched 10 minutes and went, nope, 
no, no, no. You have to dedicate an hour and a half to this movie because it's not that long. I think it's like 90 some minutes. Jesus, man. It's so good. Kelly, COVID friendly filming at its best. Yeah, everybody is 12 feet away from each other the entire time. He's just in a room with a headset on by himself for the most part. It's exactly what it is. That You could definitely tell they made this movie during COVID. It's all voiceover because he's on the phone with people. But they did a great job with it. That's, that's three quarters of life, right? Be given the situation and then make the best that you can of it. It's your reaction towards things. Not, not hey man, we're going to, you know, we got this plan and we're going to stick to it the entire time and nothing's ever going to go wrong. No, no, no. You have to be able to pivot every now and again. So, and that's exactly what this movie was. Ah, I loved it. Oh, it was so goddamn good. And Jake Gyllenhaal, man, just like brings the heat every time that guy is on on stage. I guess he's a theater actor too. But every time I see him in a film, dude, Bubble Boy? Don't sleep on Bubble Boy, man. I get that it was like some of his early shit. Donnie Darko too. Great Donnie Darko. Brokeback Mountain. So many great Gyllenhaal movies. What the hell was that one about him being the fighter? Uh, he was a, what the hell was that movie? I'm spacing on it now. Eminem, I think was in that movie as well, or at least did a sound, did a movie, did a song for it. One best, best soundtrack. Fuck. I can't remember either way. Oh Christ, please go watch the guilty. I was so taken back by it. Also want to throw it a, a quick recommendation for, um, listen, I know everybody goes there in the, October during the fall time anyway, but I want to say thanks to Spirit Halloween last night. So year after year, we've been building this, um, we've been building this incredible Halloween display and every year it gets a little bigger and started this thing about, I don't know, 10, 10 years ago. I think we started doing the big display, started buying all this shit, making stuff. You know, it's great. You start you know, putting the body bags, you fill them with leaves and then you tape them up and you hang them from the trees and all that shit. And then every November 1st, you run down to Spirit Halloween and you buy all this shit for 50% off and then you use it for next year. It's great. But I went out and while I was uh, doing some uh, Halloween shopping, I bought this animatronic spider. It's about, I don't know, three feet around. Kind of comes on like a pivoting hydraulic and when you walk past it, it fucking it jumps up and it's got the sounds and the the screams and all that shit. I brought this thing home. And most Halloween decorations are junk. Almost all of them completely junk. Every year they suck. Oh, Lena, I add something new to my Halloween display every year. Yeah, we had this thing like on the trajectory to be the best in Richfield. And then um, I was living with a girl for three years. And when she decided, all right, enough of this shit. She took half of it because technically half of it was hers, you know, so half of it left. And I've been slowly rebuilding as time is going on here and bought this animatronic spider, brought this thing home, fire it up. Looking forward to it. It jumps up one time. Works perfectly. Try it again. Doesn't work. Fuck. Really? Ugh. I don't even care about the money. It's the time. It's the time. The time is what gets me every no matter what. It is the time. Scooter, oh my God, that thing scared the shit out of my kid the other day. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? it? And they got them on sale. They're like 50 bucks. Like I said, I don't care about the money. I care about the time. The time is what always gets me. Because now you buy this thing. You're already at the store. You buy this thing. You bring it home. You set it up. You get it together. Now it doesn't work. Now you got to take it, repackage it, bring it back to fucking Spirit Halloween, go through the whole process. I, 
I brought, I walked in there last night. It was like 8.45. I'm frantically looking for my receipt in the car. I have no idea where the hell it went, you know? And I don't know if, because Spirit Halloween is one of these places that are a, you know, they're a pop-up shop. You know, it's not like, you know, Old Navy. You just walk in and go, hi, I bought this the other day. I have my credit card. Can we just, and they go, yeah, we'll just look it up on your card. I don't know. All I know is going to be a pain in the ass. I walked in and I, here's the factor I forgot about. The people who work at Spirit Halloween don't give two fucks. They are there for about six weeks and then they move on. Nobody gives a shit. Nobody cares. No, listen, they are there because this is a job and they just want to appease their parents and they need something to do and fuck going to work at Chick-fil-A. I'll take a gig over at Spirit Halloween because it's six weeks and it's kind of a fun gig for Halloween and then it packs up on November 2nd. We never see it again. So they don't give a shit. And I forgot. So I walk in with this uh, animatronic spider. I'm like, and of course I'm doing the move that every, re- you know, every consumer does at a retailer when they want to return something. Hey, so I was in here last night and there was a girl. She was about five foot seven. She had brown hair, blue eyes. She totally helped me. But I don't know. She, maybe she worked at night. I think her name was Christy or Christine. But either way, it doesn't matter. Uh, I bought this animatronic spider and then I used it once and then it worked fine. And the second time it didn't work. And I'm really sorry. I don't have my receipt. And the lady goes, just walk over there and grab another one. It's like, really? Because, yeah, just go yeah, just go grab another one. I'll just take this one. Just bring the other one up here. I'll just scan it in. So I go grab another animatronic spider. I walk over to the table. I fucking throw it down. Lady scans mine. Lady scans the new one. She looks at me, hands me a receipt, and goes, have a good day. And I was like, that's right. Nobody gives a fuck. Nobody cares about this job. They don't. They, nobody cares. Because in three weeks when Halloween's over... They'll send all the shit they got returned back to some fucking factory overseas. They'll fix it, repackage it, and it's going to get sold next year. Nobody gives a shit. Why did I, why was I so frantically trying to find this receipt? Because they just, nobody cares. Nobody cares. So, remember that. I mean, they do give you like stipulations like, hey dude, uh, no like wearing Halloween costumes and return them November 1st. I get that. That part I 1000% get. I get it. You got to have a return policy because people would definitely be trying to scam the system. But for this, ah, these kids don't give a shit. This, this isn't going, listen, if anything, Spirit Halloween is something you don't put on a resume. You keep that shit to yourself. You play that one tight to the vest. Nobody tells anybody they worked at a Spirit Halloween if anything you put on a resume, I definitely didn't work at a Spirit Halloween for seven seasons. You know, you, you keep that one to yourself. Nobody wants that. Like, really? You worked six weeks out of the entire year? Holy shit, guy. Why? Uh, Mira, anything in Spirit Halloween name doesn't give it. Oh, yeah. With Spirit in the name doesn't give a shit. No, you're right. Also, is Office Depot, do they put the Spirit in Spirit Halloween? It's got to be. It's just the ghost of Office Max, right? It's where like a, a former world market used to be. If there's ever like 2,000 square feet of retail that's just sitting vacant, you bet your sweet ass that Spirit Halloween is going to bop on in. But I do like, hey man, of all the, uh, there's Halloween Express, fuck Halloween Express. Go Spirit Halloween every single time. They're great, good people. I like them, you know. If anything, you go out and you find yourself a costume of Jake Gyllenhaal and the Guilty, and you're like, fucking, hey, timely, good looking, full body Jake Gyllenhaal tattoo. That's what I'm going with. Uh, Spirit Halloween is owned by Spencer's, says Scooter. Uh, 
Dana, someone last night used to be a staple. See what I mean? Staples, putting the spirit in spirit Halloween. It's got to be what it is. When they say spirit, they mean the ghost of, right? For sure. Kelly, Minnesota-based chain. Are they really? I'll be damned. I had no idea. Is Spencer's a Minnesota-based chain then too? If you've never been to a uh, Spencer's before, Jesus Christ. Uh, If you like black lights and beer helmets, along with t-shirts that have marijuana leaves, then trust me, Spencer Gifts. Oh, also if you have spacers in your ear, they're super cheap. You can usually find people that uh, also, that's another gig. People don't give a shit. They're working there through the holiday season and they're calling it a day. It is sad when you like walk in, like, listen, I get when you're like 55 and you're like, listen, I used to be a manager of, um, you know, I was the director of marketing, you know, over at Abercrombie and Fitch. And now I, my kids are gone and I just want to chill and I've already retired. So I'm taking a management position over at Spencer's Gift. I, I get that. I totally get that. I get when you're 17 and you need a job and you don't want to, you know, go fucking bust dishes. I get that. Take a job at Spencer's. The saddest is when you walk in and the guy's like 34 and still doing it. And you're like, oh, dude. Yeah. What happened, guy? There's that bell curve and you're at the bottom of it, my man. We got to figure out a way to get you out of this thing. It's got to be. Anyway, find this podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify and Stitcher. And every day at 9.45 a.m. it goes live on Instagram. I get that today was a huge clusterfuck. So thank you guys for sticking it out with me. Once again, thank you so much for taking a long walk to Cleveland. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.